All right, everybody. Thanks for tuning in to Notable Nashville Podcast. Today's guest is Michael James. So, Michael, thanks so much for taking the time to speak with me today. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be on the show. For sure. So I want to get into, uh, you You, you uh, re- have recorded a few songs in Nashville, but you currently live in New York, correct? Yeah, I live on Long Island, New York right now, my whole life actually. I plan on moving down to Nashville right after I graduate college, so i got like one more semester and I'll be heading down. Wow, so I was reading up on your story um, as... As a kid, you went to go see Kenny Chesney in concert when you were like 13 years old, and that's when it that's when it all clicked for you. Yeah, that was a crazy story. My dad was supposed to bring my older brother, but he actually didn't want to go. So then I was the second choice, and I ended up going seeing Tim McGraw and Kenny Chesney, and sitting in those nosebleed seats, I was just staring at Kenny Chesney put on a show, and I was like, "That's what I want to do. Like that's what I got to do." That's what you wanted to do. So at that point in your life, had you uh, taken up music at all? Had you uh, played guitar or anything like that? Not at all, actually. <laughs> I didn't pick up a guitar till I was 19. Wow, okay. So I, I also saw that you were big into sports like basketball and football, but you had to stop that due to injuries and stuff. You got You got concussions or what happened there? Yeah, so I was the starting quarterback for... I'm not trying to sound like I'm good or anything. It was in middle school. (laughs) I was the starting quarterback for my middle school. And seventh grade, I got hit during a game one time. And I got, I got like knocked out. Apparently I don't even remember, but I got a concussion then. And then the following year during practice, I got a concussion. And then ninth grade playing basketball, I got a concussion. And then 12th grade, I got my fourth concussion. So like, by the time I was in 12th grade, I wasn't even playing competitively. It was just a church league, but all competitive sports, I was out by like ninth grade. Oh my gosh. So did that affect your, you know, ability as far as like mental ability or anything like that with all those concussions? Yeah, I definitely see a big factor. Like my grades plummeted pretty much in school so hard. And even like trying to form a sentence when I'm talking to people is like, it takes a little longer than it would have. That's crazy. So did you have to get hospitalized and stuff for that too? The first two, I was in the hospital. And then by the third one, we already knew like all the symptoms and like what we had to do to take care of it. So like we're all on top of it. So from that point on, when you, when you turned 19, you picked up a guitar, but was, was your goal to basically be an artist and, and start this career uh, in music or how did that all, how did that all happen? So, I, yeah, since the Chesney concert, I always knew I wanted to do it, but it was pretty much a matter of when. And when I was 19, I was just, like, so bored. I was doing nothing but really partying and had all these stories to tell from great nights and stuff and summer nights on the beach. And I see my brother playing guitar, so I went out and bought one and actually didn't play it for, like, a few months. And I picked it up and taught myself on YouTube. And then, yeah, since I had it, like since I saw that concert, I knew I was going to do the whole artist thing, really. So you mentioned YouTube, and I feel like a lot of people have their start uh, by posting videos and getting good feedback, and you you kind of have that experience where you posted covers and you were you were doing well, and people were really reacting to it. Um, is that what kind of made you think, oh wow, I I want to do this, you know, full time, and and I want to do this for myself? Yeah, I posted my first cover on Instagram of your man by josh turner and no one no one at all from my town knew that i sang or even played music 
and I posted and posted that, and then just comments were flooding from everybody like that I haven't even talked to really, and wow. they're like, "Oh my gosh, like what you sing? Like that's so good." And I was like, "Like thank you." I was just testing it out. I wasn't even confident in my voice till I released my first song, to be honest. So as far as um, you know, singing wise, you didn't you didn't uh, picture yourself as a vocalist, but the feedback you got was like, oh, wow, you know, I've got something here. Yeah, I wasn't the best singer at all. I was, I just knew that I'm an entertainer, like at heart. That's what I know I can do. I can entertain, but singing and playing guitar is stuff that I had to grind and work on. So as far as, uh, you know, opening, opening a bill for somebody, who would be one of your dream uh, artists to open up for if you got the chance to? Well, obviously, Kenny. That would be that would be like a full circle moment. Oh yeah, that'd be crazy. So, as but, far as far as your covers, though, uh, what was was that one that you just told me the the most react reacted video on YouTube that you got, or what was your most liked video for all the covers that you've done? Yeah, I didn't put any on YouTube. I just put them all on Instagram, really, and that was definitely like the most reacted. But those ones that are getting a lot of views. And not as many comments, but yeah. Gotcha, gotcha. Well, I know you mentioned, um, you know, in your biography that you had picked up some people to work with on younger young entertainment professionals on on the on the group on on Facebook, um, Yep mm-hmm. Nashville, and I I'm a member of that group too. There's a lot of you know people in the industry that really want to work and want to help you. And you found uh, someone to work uh, production-wise with you. You want to talk a little bit about that? Yeah, that was that was a crazy way to find him. So I'm big into like God and my religion, faith, and I was I had like a list of producers that hit me up, and I didn't know who to choose from. And I was like, Yo, God, like let me know, like give me a clear sign who who the right producer is for my career. And I was on a phone call with my now producer who produced my songs, Lucas Bracewell. And like, as I was on the phone with him, the sun was shining out the window and a bunch of Cardinals were flying around. And in my family, Cardinals are angels. So I was just like, this is the guy. Yes. I love that. I I'm a big believer of that too. And my grandma always told me that Cardinals means, you know, somebody's watching over you and, she passed away when I was really young. I think I was like 12 years old, but she was my best friend. And, um, I, I really value my faith as well. And, you know, that's interesting that you say that. I think like, you know, uh, dragonflies are a big spirit, uh, mm-hmm. you know, instrument to me, you know, in the fall months, there's a lot that happened in my life. And, uh, do you, do you ever take meaning to dragonflies? I think that, uh, that a lot of people do. I've never heard of, the dragonfly meaning, but, and there's also not a lot of dragonflies where I'm from. I don't see them often. So I never heard of it, but I'd definitely look into it. Gotcha. So gotcha. I, I can definitely get behind that. <laughs> well, man, as far as, um, you know, your faith, does that come out in, in your music at all? When you write, do you write about, um, you know, God in your life? Not yet. Cause it's a new chapter of my life. I'm really writing about like my young free spirited life before I was, I found, my faith and really just out there sinning as the, <laughs> the Christians would say. <laughs> yeah. So I'm, I'm writing about what I've done already. I really went all in this past year with God and it's been the greatest decision ever. So 
maybe in a few years when the time comes, I'll start writing about that. That's awesome, man. Well, um, I want to talk about your, your first single that you put out, um, without a roof on and it's really good. I, I like it. I'm not, to be honest, I'm not a huge country person. Um, I haven't had a lot of country artists on this podcast just because I don't know, I don't seek out listening to country artists, but when, when artists want to showcase their talents, of course, I want to, I want to shine the light on, on people like you. Um, but I'm not a big, I'm not a big country listener. Um, but I do like the song and I think that, you know, the genre of country is kind of more, you know, morphed into a little bit more pop as far as, you know, what you hear on the radio. Um, yeah, it's definitely evolving. It is. Yeah. So when, what are, what are like, t- obviously Kenny Chesney, but what are the top like uh, country artists that you kind of find inspiration from in your writing? Kenny Chesney, Jake Owen and Florida Georgia line are my top three. Gotcha. gotcha. Uh, yeah, it's pretty much the top three right there. So could you tell me a little bit about um, the single that you put out without a roof on and, and talk a little about the writing and, and how it came to be? Yeah, so I wrote it with another producer slash writer who I found on Young Entertainment Professionals. His name is Andrew King. So I wrote that song and then my next single coming out, both with him. And it's really like a double meaning type of song, but it can also be... I take it as a completely different meaning. So without a roof on is pretty much like living out there with no roof on, like the top off and having fun. And even on the football Friday nights, it talks about the stadium wide open. The, the uh, I can't even talk. The light shining down. It's pretty much, I don't even know, just living life. That's awesome. What I've experienced. And I take it as a little metaphor, just living just living to the fullest without a roof on, like no limits sort of thing. Absolutely. Well, I think it comes out in that song for sure. Um, so this, this second song that's coming out, you also recorded in Nashville. Uh, can you, can you say anything about it yet? Or do you just, are you going to be releasing it soon? Uh, a couple months out from that. I don't want to say too much, but I'm going to say, if you think without a roof on is a summer song, you just got to wait. Is it going to be a summer vibe or is it going to be a different vibe? like a summer vibe on steroids. Oh, wow. Okay. Well, looking forward to it, man. Um, well, thanks. Thanks for chatting with me and, you know, getting to know your story a little bit. I, uh, I kind of want to play without a roof on for the listeners. If they haven't heard it yet, would you mind if I place it in here? You got it. All right, sweet. Well, here is without a roof on by Michael James and, uh, take care. I I hope to see you in Nashville sometime when you're, when you're, when you're over in this way. Yeah, hit me up. If you ever see me down there on my story or something, just hit me up. Or if I'm ever down there, I'll hit you up also. Absolutely, man. We'll take care and have a good rest of your week. You too. Without a roof on. I'll be driving around when the sun sets down. She'd be on my mind for days. The thought of her eyes staring back in mine as we pull up beside the lake. I do a little more laughing and a little more singing when I'm up inside that ride. But whatever it is that I'd be doing, I'd sure have a damn good time. Without a roof on, she'd be riding shotgun with her hair blowing and held high. 
Cause whatever 